0: good morning and Merry Christmas y'all um it's Monday so it don't matter what the holiday is for me you know I'm consistency rules around here so I'm on um and I'm gonna be on briefly but it is Christmas morning but I do go live every morning every Monday and I'm here and I want to talk about faith for a second because this is the this is the divine download that I got for you guys today right and it's around faith so in today's episode of things people say when they lack faith. I want to share with you guys two things uh, that could act for you as evidence that there is a lapse in your faith, faith or that your faith muscle needs some work, right? We got to strengthen it a little bit. So let's talk about it really briefly, right? Things people say and things people do that is evidence of their lack of faith. Because if you guys know anything about me, you know I am obsessed with radical obedience, right? I am absolutely obsessed with radical obedience. And so I believe very much in living a life where you are only doing what you are being called to do in that moment, in that season, where you are obedient when it's time to start something, when it's time to stop something, when it's time to go after something. Like when you get that feeling, when you get that, when you get that calling, like obedience means that you should move. But many of us, aren't obedient because we lack faith, right? And so I wanna talk really briefly about evidence of a lack of faith. Um, Faith is like the number one requirement to live a life of radical obedience. And that can be really hard for people because in American culture, at least, we're taught to hard work our way to what we want. We're taught that we have to hard work our way to our desires. But when you surrender to a life of obedience, it's the exact opposite. You don't hard work your way to your desires. You faith your way to your desires. Like, don't get me wrong. Hard work is always going to be a part of the equation, but it's not the number one ingredient. Y'all know how on the back of an ingredient list, if you if you buy something packaged on the back of an ingredient list, you turn it over. We all know that the ingredients are ordered in the size of their contribution to the item, right? So you know, like, oh, if sugar is first, that means it's a lot of sugar in this cereal. You know that, you know, whatever that first few ingredients is, that means that's what there's the most of inside of that package. So when it comes to getting what you want out of life, right, most of us have been taught that hard work is the thing that comes first in the ingredient list, right? But it's not, it's faith. So faith is the thing that comes first in the ingredient list when it comes to your desires. But most of us only know how to strong arm our way and will our way to our desires. But there's an easier way, which is faith, but it's it's also the more uncomfortable way. It's also the most... Um, riskier way in our minds, right? Because we want to do what we can control, and when it comes to faith, you got to relinquish control. So let me talk to you. Let me tell you why this came up. Because I've I've been hearing stuff lately from clients and things like that. And I was like, and it's been coming up where I'm like, well, it was evident that you really lack faith, right? And so here's what people say when they don't have faith. When you are maybe speaking with somebody, encouraging them to make a decision about their life, when you're trying to coach them to uh, getting through an uncomfortable situation or getting through something they're going through and they have to make a decision and they know what the right decision is, but the issue is they don't see how it can happen. And so when people don't see how something can happen, they say things like, I'm just being realistic, right? They're like, I know I need this, but I don't see how I can make that happen. Therefore, they make the opposite decision and they justify it by saying things like, I'm just being realistic. Or they say things like, I'm just going by the information that's in front of me, right? Or they say things like, I'm just going by the numbers that I see, right? And it's like, And then you call into question, well, I don't know what everybody else do, but for me, when I'm talking to individuals like that, you know, I kind of call into question, right, their commitment to obedience. I'm like, let me get this straight. You know you're being called to do this thing, but you're afraid to do it because of what's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, I'm just being realistic. I'm just going by what's in front of me. Like, yeah, that makes sense. But the numbers don't lie. This situation don't lie. Like I can't make this move right now. Like my geographical status can't lie. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get that. I don't know how I'm going to afford this. I don't know how I'm going to get access to them. I don't know. Like, so everybody's like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see how it's possible. Right? Like, I just don't see how it's possible. And I'm like, you know that's the complete opposite of faith. You know making decisions based on what you can see is the complete opposite of faith. Did y'all know that? Like making decisions based on what you can see with your eyes open is the complete opposite of faith. The complete opposite. Faith is intentionally ignoring what you see. Let, Let me make it very clear. Faith, acting in faith, and progressing with faith and making decisions based on faith is intentionally ignoring that which you can see. That's what faith is. It's a it's an intentional decision to ignore what you can see and move toward what you intuitively feel called to move toward. But see, a lack of faith will keep us living a life of disobedience. That's what's happened to most of us. Like A lack of faith is keeping us in a life of disobedience because we lack so much faith and we only make decisions based on what we can see. We don't know how to make decisions with what we can see based on what our eyes close. See, faith is what you see with your eyes closed. Sight is what you see with your eyes open, right? And so here's what I need you guys to know because a lot of you guys want a lot of things. Like I, I know my audience, I know my people. Like we are, we are super grateful. The people I serve. Hey, Monique. Good morning. Thank you. Exactly. And taking Inten- intentionally ignore Monique. Put it in a chat for us on Instagram. Um, so here's here's what I know about my audience. Here's what I know about the people that follow me. Right. We are believers. Like we believe in God. Like we trust God. We also have a lot of gratitude for what we have. Like, this is just my audience. This is the people I talk to, my clients, my prospects, my email list, my, my commenters. Th- that, these are my people, okay? Um, we believe in God, and we have a lot of gratitude for what we already have. But here's what I also know about my people. We also want more, right? So we live in this place. Sometimes it's like a place of cognitive dissonance because it's like, I'm grateful for what I do have, but I also want more, right? And sometimes that confuses us because it's like, is that possible? Like, am I allowed to be grateful but still want? And I have to tell my people all the time, like, yes, it's safe. It's safe to be grateful and still want more. It's okay, it's safe, right? And so here's the thing about it. Sometimes we struggle with making the hard decisions or making the scary decisions because we, number one, feel guilt about Wanting more when we are grateful for what we already have. But then also we've been trained to only work hard for what we want, and we have never been trained on how to have faith. And it's interesting because you would think like, Who needs to be trained to have faith? But you actually have to be trained to have faith. Like because you can believe in God, like you can be grateful, you can have a relationship with God, but some of us have not been trained on how to have faith. So that's what I'm here to help you with briefly this morning, right? Because what I need you to understand is when you when you use language like "I'm only going by what's in front of me," when you use language like "you know I'm just being realistic," like that is that is evidence that your faith muscle needs work. Your faith muscle needs to be built up because you have to you have to intentionally walk through that decision making process with a blindfold on. Like that's what faith is, is is moving without being able to see in front of you. Like it's really foggy in Michigan here today. And I was driving to church this morning and um, I'm like, Woo, visibility is low. Y'all know how if you ever, I don't know if anybody's obsessed with weather like I am, but I'm just like, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with weather. I have to know the weather, wherever I'm going, whatever the day is, I got to check the weather every day, right? <laughs> so on a weather app, the weather app will be like, it'll tell you, the visibility, like, you know, the weather app will tell you, like, visibility three miles, visibility nine miles, visibility low, right? And sometimes we could just look out our window, like, oh yeah, it's foggy. Visibility is low, right? That's what living a life of radical obedience is. Visibility is low. Like, living a life of radical obedience is living a life that's full of fog you can't see what's in front of you you can only you can only proceed with faith because you're not like it's very you can only see the very next thing that's in front of you like when you live a life of radical obedience the only thing you see is the very next step see when you live a life of hard work you typically can see like 10 steps ahead because you got a plan you like boom i'm gonna do this i'm gonna study for this then i'm gonna go get this and i'm gonna get these like you got a plan and you try and follow the plan because that makes you feel safe when you got a plan that you are in control of but when you live a life of radical obedience and when you're being told to do something that makes you feel uncomfortable and it's not part of the plan it it is scary but I'm telling you in order to do that you have to have faith and in order to have faith you you have to intentionally move and ignore what you can see and so living a life of radical obedience is living a life of low visibility It's like just always everything is foggy. Like, I don't know what's coming next, but God, you told me to do this next thing. I'm going to do this next thing. I have no idea what comes after that. And that's scary AF, right? But I'm going to do it because I've committed to obedience, right? I'm, I'm committed to obedience. So let me give you a warning about what your brain does when you make a decision To live a life of radical obedience as opposed to a life of comfort, as opposed to a life where you're 100% in control. Let me give you a warning, okay? First thing I need you guys to understand if you are somebody who struggles with faith, if you are somebody who stays too long in undesirable circumstances because you're so fearful of the unknown, let me give you the first piece of advice I wanna give you is this We live in a world of infinite possibilities. We live in a world of infinite possibilities, guys. Like there is no limit of how things could turn out for you. So first thing I need you to understand is that there is no lack. Okay? So if you are somebody who struggles with faith and you find yourself constantly being in circumstances longer than you would like to be because you are afraid of the unknown, the first thing I need you to embody is that we live in a world of infinite possibilities and there is no lack. So you have permission to desire what you desire without trying to figure out how it's going to happen. Like you have permission to think and dream as big as you want without allowing your brain to start venturing venturing off into the how, okay? Because we live in a world of infinite possibility. So believing is not what you say. When you say you have faith, that doesn't mean anything, when you say you have faith, that doesn't mean anything. What you believe is evidenced by what you do. Does that make sense? That, oh, look at my people. Come on, Toya, Carmel. Come on, Rita. What you. I'm trying to go slow. Y'all know how y'all like, okay, Lisa, it's coming to you too fast, so slow it down, okay? What you believe is not evidence by what you say, because many people, especially when they have a relationship with God, they will say they have faith because they think, yeah, I pray every day, like, like me and God, homies, like I got faith. Like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you how you know if you really have faith. Not if you have a relationship with God. That's not evidence of faith. Evidence of faith is how quickly you are obedient when you get the call. That's evidence of faith. Evidence of faith is, is, is defined by <laughs> the speed at which you move when you are told to move. Because see, when you get told to move, right? Like, okay, it's time to do something about this relationship. It's time to do something about my health. It's time to do something about my career. It's time to do something about my money. It's time to do something with this purpose. It's trying to, time to do something with this assignment. When you, get, when you get the intuitive call to do something, whether or not you your faith muscle has been built up and is strong is evidenced by the speed at which you move from the time you get the call to the moment you answer it. That's what some of y'all think. That evidence of faith is a relationship with God. No, 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 no. You can have a solid relationship with God and still be moving through life with no faith. Does that make sense? And evidence of no faith is when, again, when you say stuff like, I'm just being realistic. I'm just going by what's in front of me. I'm just making decisions based on what I can see. That ain't, that's the opposite of faith. Okay. All right. So now that we got that clear, I want to leave you guys with three things, and I'm going to let y'all get back to y'all Christmas Day, okay? I'm going to leave y'all with three things. The first is a warning, the second is a recommendation, and the third is my advice, okay? Okay. (laughs) All right. Look, I hope y'all listen. I don't know what y'all unwrapped this morning, but I unwrapped some abs this morning. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Okay. (laughs) They came packaged nicely. Y'all better eat these plants every damn day. Okay. Okay. So, listen. Here's the first, here's the warning I'm going to give you. If you are somebody who desires to live a life more on faith and not hard work, like you, you're sick of like, um, muscling your way to your desires. You're sick of hard working your way to your, to, to your desires. You want a more balanced life where you can be healthy, be whole, be happy, have thriving relationships and have, you know, a career. Like you don't want one part of your life to take up so many other parts of your life because you are working so hard in one part of your life. You know how you can work less? when you increase your faith it's so crazy like when your faith goes up the requirement for that level of hard work goes down don't get me wrong hard work is always going to be required but some of y'all hard work is compromising other areas of your life like you can't have thriving relationships or friendships because you always working hard like you don't have time to pour into your your spiritual health because you always working hard like your health has been compromised because you always working hard like you get what i'm saying like there's there's like hard work can get toxic Right? Okay. So if you want to work less hard, you have to have more faith. Does that make sense? If you want to work less hard, you have to have more faith. So let me give you guys a warning what's going to happen when you start working on your faith muscle, though, because your brain is trickery. When we commit, when we commit to a belief, our brain will fight tirelessly to prove that we're right right? So when you have decided that there's no way that this can happen, that there's no way that this is possible, that there's no way that this can work out, like you will constantly work to try and convince yourself that that's true. So that's the warning I want to give you about improving your faith muscle, right? It's going to, you are required to go against everything that biologically your brain wants to do, right? Our brain wants to keep us safe. It likes routine. It likes rituals. It likes repetition, right? And you want to move into the known, but faith requires you to move into the unknown, right? Visibility, low, remember? Okay, we got it. So that's the warning, right? When we commit to a belief, our brain will fight tirelessly to prove that we're right. And you have to fight tirelessly to consent, to continually surrender to faith every day. It reminds me of like a healthy relationship. Y'all know how like in a healthy relationship, I remember telling my partner one time, like like I remember saying something like, man, I'm so grateful for you. Like I'm just so honored. Like I'm so grateful for you. And I remember he was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? It was just like a random day, nothing had happened. And I'm just like, you literally just woke up today and chose me again. You know, what I was like, man, I'm so grateful. I'm just like, I, I'm like, you know, I love you. Like, this is amazing. I'm just like, I'm just so grateful. Like, do you realize that every day that we stay in this relationship, you know, we choose each other every day. Like, you know, every day we got, we got an option to leave. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. Like when you're in a committed relationship with somebody that you love, like sometimes we lose sight of the fact that we got the option to leave. Right. And so it's, you know, just staying grateful and being in a present moment. Well, that's how faith is. I want you guys to know that every day when you wake up, you have to choose faith because your default setting is safety. So every day you have to choose faith. Like every day you got to make a decision. Like I'm going to move with my eyes based on what I see with my eyes closed and not what I see with my eyes open. Like I need y'all to get, I need y'all to get that. Because your default setting, like your factory settings, says like, no, only do what feels safe based on the data that's in front of us, based on what we can see, make decisions based on that. And so every day, just like a healthy partner in a relationship, you got to wake up every day and choose faith. It's not something that you automatically have until you become it, until you embody it. So in this beginning stages, for those of you who typically lack faith, I need you to know that it's a muscle that you have to get up and work every day. You have to choose to do the things that make you uncomfortable and that that of which you have no idea what the outcome is going to be. That is faith. So that's my warning to you, that you're going to have to work tirelessly to choose faith every day as opposed to safety. Okay? All right. Now, here's my recommendation. Okay, here's my recommendation for improving your faith muscle. Number one, you're going to have to choose it every day and you're going to have to go against what your brain is telling you to do instead. But here's the next, here's here's another recommendation that's a little more tangible. So I've been studying business for a very long time, right? I started my first company in 2015, my second company in 2017, like, and I've been studying business for a long time. And I don't know who's originally responsible for this business principle, but the first time I heard it, it was from Gary V. okay? So Gary V. is like this big name in business, right? And he teaches this principle that says, give, 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 ask, give, 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 ask. So what Gary V. says is that, When you want your audience, and we're talking business here, when you want your audience to trust you, when you want to build rapport with your audience, when you want to build a healthy relationship with your prospects, you want to give, you want to give a whole bunch away before you ask them to pay you for anything, right? So just give away free content, give away value, like genuinely give away good value, right? And then occasionally ask. Right. And so Gary Vee has this process that says give, 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 ask. Right. And so I want to take this business principle and relate it to you guys improving your faith muscle. Okay. So, because faith is all about believing in miracles. Faith is all about believing in miracles because remember, we're only going to believe in what we see with our eyes closed, not with our eyes open, right? And so that's called a miracle, right? Because what I see don't look like this can happen. So the only way for this to happen is going to take a miracle. So what Gary Vee says is give, 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 ask, and I'm going to give you the same instruction here. If there's something that you're wanting or desiring right now, I want you to give first right? I want you to give. So we're steady asking, like, this is what I want. This is what I want, but I want you to lead with service. Okay. And there's nothing like leading with service. So my coach, one of the things my coach always says is put yourself in miracle territory. Okay. So here's the recommendation. I want you to become the miracle territory. All right. So you can put yourself in miracle territory by becoming the miracle territory. So one of the ways right? You can increase your favor is by give, 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 then ask, right? Now, sometimes that can be hard because we're such in a place where we're wanting for ourselves and we're like over consumed with our own personal desires. But I challenge you to give, 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 ask, put yourself in miracle territory. That's dope. But do something even before that, which is become the miracle territory. So I want you to think about who you can bless. I want you to think about who you can become the miracle for. While you're waiting for the miracle, right, faith, I want you to become the miracle, right? Who, ha- who has a need right now in your life, in your ecosystem that you are qualified to fulfill? Who has a need right now in your life or in your ecosystem that you are qualified to fulfill? I want you to give, 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 ask. Become the miracle, okay? Become the miracle. All right, and then let me wrap this up. Here's my advice. Here's my advice to you guys that are struggling with faith where you're like, Lisa, I know I'm supposed to be focusing on my health right now. I know I'm supposed to be focusing on my personal development right now. I know I'm supposed to be focusing on business right now. I know I'm supposed to be focusing on this goal that this divine download that God gave me, but I'm having such a hard time with believing that it's possible, okay? Here's the thing I want you to pray for. Okay. I want you to pray for blindness. Yeah. I want you to pray. I want you to pray for blindness because you keep on making decisions based off what you can see. So one day, I, I want you to pray that you can stop making decisions based off what you can see. Lord, take my vision away so I can stop only looking at what's in front of me so I can stop only looking at my current circumstance, right? And I want you to pray for all of your decisions to be based off what you only see with your eyes closed, right? Because this lack of faith that y'all have is ruining the whole ecosystem. Like we're supposed to be a bunch of radically obedient people who are constantly colliding with each other. But if only, only a small percentage of us are being radically obedient, we're messing up the whole system of the world. We're all meant to just pour back into each other with all of our gifts and all of our talents. But some of y'all not doing that, you you wake up every day and leave your gift on the shelf because you got so much fear, <laughs> right? So we're not bidding from your gift while the rest of us is pouring our gift into the pot and the pot getting low. Okay. And so I need you to pray for blindness so that you can stop being a decision maker as making a decision based off safety, based off lack, based off doubt. And I need you to start making decisions based on faith. Okay. Based on what you see with your eyes closed. So that's all I got for y'all today. Stop saying stuff like Lisa, I really want this, but I'm just being realistic. I'm just going by what's in front of me. Like, oh, okay. Your faith muscle is weak. Your quads look good. Your biceps is tight, but your faith muscle <laughs> atrophy. <laughs> your faith muscle needs some work. Like we might need to lay off the squats and the bicep curls and go in a lab and work on your faith muscle. Okay? So you you do that by, you know, putting yourself in miracle territory, becoming the miracle territory. So give, give, give. Give, give, give. But then also, I need you to start surrendering and realizing that faith is all about intentionally ignoring what you can see. And then, when you get that intuitive call to do something, I need you to decrease the times it it takes for you to answer the call, all right? So the speed at which you move when you are called to an assignment is indicative of your faith. Does that make sense? The longer it takes for you to move when you get the call, the less faith you have. The quicker you move when you get the call, the more faith you have, right? Like, God, you told me to do this. I don't know. I don't know how this going to turn out. I don't know how much sense this is about to make, but I'm about to take my shot. I'm about to take my shot, right? Okay. So y'all got it? Okay. Merry Christmas. All right. Listen, y'all go out here today and eat right. That's what I need y'all to do. All right. I it's so it's so crazy. Years ago I only used to do videos and stuff and podcasts about nutrition and plant-based diets and yelling at people about what they eating. And now I'm all off on business and personal development. But we're going to do like we're going to do a throwback today. Y'all go eat right. Y'all go act like y'all got some sense today, okay? Like eat your vegetables first. All right? Don't don't fill up on a whole bunch of soda, sugary drinks, all that mess. I don't care about no holiday. Your health don't take Your health don't take time off, okay? So y'all do all of us a favor and try and stay in your right mind today. (laughs) Try not to eat yourself into a diagnosis, okay? Love y'all. Bye.